Hey guys, today's episode is presented by State Bags. State Bags makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social justice. For every State Bag purchase, State hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. State Bags has your back, and part of that commitment is making a difference in local kids' lives. To get you ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling next, State is offering you the SGP fam 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com using the code pod that's 15% off your next purchase using the code pod pod at statebags.com state bags they'll have your back all right enjoy the episode Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and today we are talking about all things motivation. Y'all, it feels like forever since we've chatted. I am so excited to get to talk with you guys today. This is going to be the first episode of Just Me, Solo, by myself, just getting to chat with you guys, which I'm a little nervous about, but also just really excited in general. Just some quick life updates because I feel like you guys have no idea what's going on in my life. Um, I'm sitting, I'm laughing because I'm looking at a bottle of ibuprofen and a bottle of Tylenol sitting on my desk. I have a funny story. So the other day, I decided to go to the gym with my sorority big, and she goes to this really nice gym, and I wanted to just see it and check it out. So I used a guest pass, and I went with her, and it was a lot of fun, but the first thing that we did was deadlift, and for those, I feel like everyone knows what deadlifting is. Um, I had never done that before, but she was just like, oh yeah, and then just starts doing it. And I was like, oh, sure, looks easy, false. And turns out, <laughs> shocking, I, if you guys don't know what a deadlift is, I don't really know how to explain it. It's you're like standing flat on your feet and you have um, the bar with the weights on it and you bend over and essentially pick it up and you're supposed to feel it in like the back of your legs, like it's a leg exercise. But the common thing that happens is people use their back. Want to take a guess at what I did? I used my back. And literally that night, I could feel how sore I was going to get. The next day, I literally could not walk. I felt like the biggest grandma ever. Like, And so right now, it's only a few days later. Still feel like a grandma. I'm starting to feel better. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I just feel really stupid. So <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Oh, also fun update. When I'm recording this, I'm leaving to go see Hunter in a couple days, which I'm so, so, so excited about. I'm going up to Purdue to get to go see him. Hopefully there'll be some good fall weather. We're going to go to a pumpkin patch. We're going to go to a corn maze. I'm going to get to go see all of his friends. I am literally thrilled but by the time this releases I'll have just gotten back from Purdue so go look at my personal Instagram I'm sure I'll have pictures from the weekend there um so those are probably the most exciting things going on in my life right now I mean life is just so busy I mean if we want to jump into this motivation episode I'm I have a lot on my plate right now and it's kind of hard to juggle let me just explain everything that I do. So right now I'm a full-time college student. I go to Stanford University. I'm taking a full schedule of classes this semester. 
I am the social media director for a nonprofit at home. So it's essentially like a full-time job. Um, I'm out there back in call for all things social media, website, anything that they need. I'm doing a 20-hour-a-week internship with a local advertising firm here in Birmingham every day, 8.30 to 12. I'm the vice president of Public Relations Student Society of America. Um, so that takes up a lot of time. I actually just did a national panel on Zoom, and that was super exciting, and we actually just won the Pacemaker Award for it. So that's been crazy. So that just ended. So things are calming down at least a little bit. Um, I'm in my sorority, 80 Pi, boom, boom. And so that takes up some time, not as much now because of the pandemic. Um, things have definitely chilled out event-wise, but still a time commitment. Um, <laughs> I'm in a Bible study and I lead a Bible study. So I lead a Bible study of freshmen, 80 pies, and that has just been the best. We're going through the book, Uninvited. Tomorrow is week two and I love them. It is literally the best. And then I'm also in a Bible study with my church here in Birmingham and those both meet once a week. Um, <laughs> I'm on the SGA PR committee, so Student Government Association. I am on a committee of girls, and we all do like the PR, so all things from designing t-shirts, making graphics, working with the university for school-wide emails, making posters, whatever that looks like, doing things PR. Uh, tomorrow we're producing a video. We're doing like our own version of the Tonight Show for the SEB Council, so keep keeps up with all of that and then cherry on top I'm doing a long distance relationship you guys know that but that also takes up a lot of time and it takes some effort and it takes you setting aside time and prioritizing each other um so I would definitely consider that a time commitment because it is important to both Hunter and I and then this podcast so I'm pretty busy to say the least and I have had quite a few people ask me on podcast world but also in person they were like uh taylor how are you juggling all of these things at once honestly it's because of high school and i know i've talked about my high school experience before but i i do have <laughs> my high school to thank for giving me time management skills and also i thrive in a packed schedule like situation does that make sense? Like I just need my schedule. If I'm booked from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., I am, I've never been more efficient. I'm so on top of things. I have the best grades I've ever had. I'm doing the best. Like everything in my life is good. It's when I have all of this free time that I just fall to shambles. So in high school, I would get to school at like 7.30 every day and then we wouldn't really leave until like 9 or 10 or whenever we would leave. And so I was super busy and I had to figure out where to fit in my homework, where to fit in social life, where to fit. And I just just had to prioritize how I was going to structure my day. And that turned into me waking up at four o'clock in the morning every day. I don't do that anymore. But it was because of that I learned how to manage a busy schedule. And so I just like having a busy schedule. It's what I do. Honestly, if you were to ask me, I still don't think my schedule's as busy as it could be. I could definitely fit a lot more in, but I think that's also just because of COVID. Like some of my classes are online, so I'm spending more time at the apartment than I normally would have. So all that to say, I'm super busy and I'm super motivated. So let's talk about how you can get motivated and stay motivated. So to start, you have to realize that your motivation is entirely up to you. You can't get expect me or some 
Instagram influencer or your mom or your friends to motivate you. They can encourage you. They can help you. They can model it for you. But only you can get you motivated. So it's not someone else's job to incentivize you or to convince you to get motivated. You just have to make that decision for yourself. And I feel like this is the hardest part because I know I'm just going to use the podcast as an example. I got to a point in quarantine where I was sitting there between March and April, really. I think we decided to do the podcast in April. And in those couple weeks, I kind of felt a little useless because I was like, okay, my internships are going to get canceled. Everything's going to fall through. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel useless. I'm not using my time well. What am I doing? Da, 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 da. And I kind of just let myself get into that TikTok lull where I spent like six hours a day on TikTok, just kind of hung out with my dogs, binge watched some TV shows, and spent time with my family which don't get me wrong, those were some of the best couple weeks ever because I needed that. I don't remember the last time in my life or if ever, I just sat and literally did nothing productive. Okay, and I don't even want to say that it's not productive because spending time with your family and recharging is so productive and that is going to be something I do talk about. So not, not everyone's productivity looks the same. And in order to be productive, you can't be a bionic human. I'm kind of jumping into stuff early. Hold on. But I just I just feel so passionate about it. You have to recharge yourself because the people who look super duper productive, like they crash and burn. So you're going to have to take a few steps back and then a few steps forward. And it's just, it's progress, but you can't overhaul yourself like me with deadlifting. Look at this. Maybe this is why I hurt my back deadlifting to give you guys an example. But I went in from like never going to the gym to deadlifting a lot of weight and not knowing how to do it. That was silly. I shouldn't have done that. You need to take it baby steps because now I can't work out this entire week and I'm sore and I'll probably never deadlift again. And that's because I just jumped in too quick, too fast. So you can't go from having no kind of routine to waking up at five o'clock in the morning, working out, doing your devotionals, drinking a gallon of water, getting eight hours of sleep, reading a nonfiction novel. Like you can't do all of, you can't go from zero to 100 because you are just going to burn out. So what are we going to do? We are going to balance ourselves out because before you can get productive, there are just some things that are holding you back that you don't even realize are a factor. Let's talk about sleep. Sleep, <laughs> I cannot tell you how much of a difference a, night, a full night's worth of sleep does to my day. I am a night owl. If I could stay up all night every night, I totally would. But I'm starting now to appreciate the value of rest. And I'm not talking about naps. I have a soapbox about naps, but I'm talking about going to bed at a decent time. I try now to at least like maybe put like get in bed at like 11, which to some of you maybe is super late, but that is like huge progress for me. Like I was a 2, 3 a.m. kind of girl. So the fact that I'm in bed by 11 is just <laughs> monumental. And then I get up at like 7.30. So I'm starting to get a healthier sleep schedule and I've just noticed a huge difference in my day. I'm able to wake up a lot easier. I'm not as tired. I'm more productive. So you just need to reset there. But with napping, oh my gosh, napping used to be my best friend. I could take a nap every single day. I could fall asleep in the car. I could fall asleep on the couch. 
I could literally fall asleep anywhere because I was so tired. And I thought napping, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm resting. No, you wake up so groggy, you feel miserable, and then you can't fall back asleep later that night. Do not nap, for the love of God. If I feel myself getting really tired and I'm like, I need a nap, no, you don't need a nap. You need to drink a huge glass of water and then go to bed early that night because napping is just going to throw your entire day off. It's a waste of like an hour in the middle of the day and it's just going to like ruin the rest of your day. I know the couple times this semester that I've taken naps, I have immediately regretted as soon as I woke up. So try not to nap or start cutting back your naps. I know people who nap literally every single day and that was me sophomore and freshman year. I like literally my afternoon naps. I was like a little cat, but I'm noticing such a huge difference in not napping in the afternoons. So just try it and tell me what you think. Another one. Okay. I hate saying this because I feel like one of those, I don't know. I feel like a, like a beauty guru. I don't even know where everyone's like, oh my gosh, you need to drink water. It's going to make such a huge difference. I love water and water is like my preferred beverage. I realize that's not the majority, but I drink about four of my hydro flasks. I have like a 40 ounce hydro flask. I think I drink about four of those a day. I love water and I need a lot of water and I pee all day. And I think that that makes a huge difference because whenever I don't, like if I lose my water bottle and I don't drink that much water in a day, I get headaches or I get tired like I it's like coffee for me I don't drink coffee so water is like my caffeine like I have to like be chugging water all day because it just like I don't know it like refreshes you I mean (laughs) none of this is scientific and some of you are probably sitting there like oh my gosh this girl is like (laughs) what is it called like it's like all like a little hippie you know but that's not just drink some water tell me how it does and I just say all these things are not going to like instantly help you be able to achieve your goals. I'm just saying these are small healthy habits that are going to make you feel successful. Like if you get seven to eight hours of sleep at night, you're going to wake up refreshed and you're like, wow, I did that. Oh my gosh, this wasn't even on my list. Make your bed in the morning. That is the one thing that I do. I'm, I love a good routine, but quite frankly, like the getting up early, working out, doing the whole nine just really doesn't work for me. But I make my bed every morning. I say as I'm looking at a bed that's not made, but it's because I am injured. I'm literally cracking myself up, but I make, I try to make my bed every single morning. And when I come back from work in the morning and that bed is made, I feel like a new woman because I'm like, wow, that is some, it literally takes me 40 seconds because I don't use a top sheet. This might be a hot take. I hate the top sheet. Like that just doesn't happen. So I just have the fitted sheet. So it's really easy to make the bed. You literally just pull the covers over, fix the pillows. And then you walk into your room later and you're like, oh my gosh, my bed is made. And then, oh yes, then you don't want to get in your bed because you're like, but I already made it for today. So it keeps you out of your bed and it keeps you from napping. And then at night when it's time to go to bed, it's like a reward to like pull back your bed and get under the covers. I'm serious. I think it's psychological, but it really, everyone always says that it makes a huge difference. So just try it. And maybe it's just picking one of these and not the other, but just choose something that I just said and try and incorporate it in your day and just see if it works. But don't like, don't act like you're making these monumental changes. Taking 40 seconds to make your bed in the morning or drinking an extra glass of water like you're not gonna be like you don't need like a huge pat on the back for it like just don't make a big deal out of it and then all of a sudden you'll just watch your habits changing so definitely try that balance yourself out okay now 
now you can get and stay motivated because once you have this like foundational level of you're accomplishing something that day, you instantly feel good about yourself. Like I know for me, like doing these extra small things, I know there's something, I'm a to-do list girl. That's something that I've mentally crossed off my to-do list that I don't have to worry about. And I'm like, okay, because I just like being productive. And if I don't have like five or six things crossed off on the to-do list, I feel like a failure for that day. So in your head being like, wow, I drank 120 ounces of water today and I made my bed and I did my quiet time those are wins whether you or I didn't take a nap today that's a win or I got seven hours of sleep that's a win so let yourself win bottom line you got to do it okay but let's talk about setting goals because goals can be super overwhelming I'm a super goal-oriented person you guys all know I'm an Enneagram 3 you know it you love it you love to hear about it um but when it comes to creating goals I find that I don't like to create goals that I know I can't like achieve or succeed at like it's the same thing with like playing (laughs) board games I don't like playing games that I know I'm not good at is that me being a little extra yes I'm just being honest about my personality I just don't like not winning and it's not like a crazy competitive thing I just I just don't like doing things I'm not good at so when it comes to setting goals it's the exact same way so if you are going to set a goal you need to go through these few things and figure out why do you want this to happen so find your why is the first thing that I put because like literally why do you want this goal like for me for the podcast when we were talking about launching it I was like okay why are we doing this like are we doing it just for us do we want to make a cool Instagram account or are we doing it because we actually think that I have something important to say and maybe people will listen and I love podcasts and it will be such a great creative outlet and it will be a place of like like like-minded people to all come together that was my why and all of a sudden I was like oh okay like this is something this is something good for me and the next question is why do you want this goal to work like what are you going to do to make it happen it's like you see if you're passionate about something I know people a classic goal that everyone always talks about is like getting back into fitness and working out and it's like well why do you want but why do you actually want these things not just like oh I want to get into fitness to be healthy no like give give yourself specific reasons why you want to do something and you need to design these goals from things that are perfectly tailored to you like someone else like you can't go on Pinterest and find a list of goals and be like these are my goals because that was not written by you that was written by someone else in a different stage of life with a different attitude with different surroundings different circumstances so for me Taylor Cordy doing those like Pinterest what are they called there was like box challenge like fitness challenges or like the Chloe Ting ab challenge that was all over quarantine like those were not really goals that were like set for Taylor Cordy, but setting small goals like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go on a walk with my mom every single day so that we can just like get out of the house. A, that was really good for me Two, get fresh air. That was really good for me. And three, just get to talk to my mom alone. Really good for me. That was tailored towards me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I never get to see my mom. I'm always away at college. This will be so nice for us to have time to chat. You know, like you just can't, Like if I were to give you a list of goals to have, that's great, but they're not perfectly tailored to you. And of course, you're not going to achieve someone else's goal that they made for themselves that they posted on a graphic on Pinterest because they're not for you. Got it? Okay, 
Next, visual. <laughs> I'm laughing because of how I wrote it. I put visualize yourself. <laughs> it's literally how I typed it. Um, but so now you have this goal in your head. Maybe it is you want to start a podcast, or maybe you're ready to start that Etsy business. Or um, for my roommate, it's her nutrition Instagram. Whatever it may be, you have this idea in your head of something you want to accomplish. But now imagine yourself doing it. Like let yourself get excited about your goal. Dream about the job, the college you want to go to, the city you want to live in, the life you want to have. And I <laughs> I love visualization. Like I can daydream. Like all of a sudden I'll be talking to someone and I'm like zoned out thinking about <laughs> like moving to Texas, having a golden retriever. I don't know. I just like to picture myself in places. Or if I see an internship I want, I like to sit there and actually think about okay, what would my life look like if I actually got this internship? Or when it comes to the podcast, like, what would I do if this podcast actually, like, really started doing well? Like, what would my life be like? What would be different? What would I, what would I want my office to look like? What would I, it doesn't matter. It's just when you have a goal to do something or you're saving up money, this is a great one for like a vacation or something. You can keep like visualizing yourself on that trip. Like it's just such a good reminder to you that you can just picture yourself getting there. And the only thing keeping you from getting to your picture is yourself. And then that's just such a good, I don't know. It's a good visualization of something that you can achieve and it makes you happy. Like all of this stuff like should bring you joy, I hope, um, at the idea of you succeeding a goal. I know I love succeeding, so <laughs> that makes me happy, you know? Guys, this next one I think is like the church of the trade. You need to tell other people about your goal, and I know, I know, you're like Taylor. I don't want to tell anybody about it. I'm embarrassed. Okay. I don't want to tell anybody about it because it doesn't seem realistic. Okay. I don't want to tell anyone about it because they're going to hold me accountable. Bingo. You need accountability because without accountability, you're never going to accomplish your goal. Like there's going to be days where you don't want to eat healthy or there's going to be days where you don't want to make your bed or you want to spend a lot of your money that you were supposed to be saving or that you don't feel like sitting there DMing girls on your podcast Instagram account for an hour. I get it. I've been there. Like there's days where I'm just in a slump and I just want to throw in the towel on everything. But because I've told people close to me, like my close friends, Hunter, my mom, about the goals I have for myself, for example, with this podcast, on the days when it sucks, they're there to be like, Taylor, you're, what are you doing? You haven't, like, oh my gosh, you haven't edited the episode yet. Like, you, you got to get on that. And I'm just like, I'll do it later. Like, no, you're not going to want to do it later. Just do it now. Like, this is what you want. And you just need people to remind you of the visualization that you had when you were more motivated. Because motivation comes in waves. Anyone who says that they are motivated 100% of the time, they're lying. <laughs> I, I truly believe that because everyone goes through these ebbs and wave seasons. Like I know, like I'll randomly get so motivated. I remember there was one point where I was like, I'm going to delete every Spotify playlist I have and recreate them and completely start fresh and get the cutest pictures and have the best music. And yeah. And I started and then 15 minutes later, I was like, I don't care. And you know what? I didn't do that. And my Spotify sucks. And that's just that. But when it comes to serious goals, you want to tell other people so that they can hold you accountable. Like I know for Hunter, a big goal of his was to 
start reading every single night. And of course, there was going to be nights where he just didn't feel like reading. But he was building habits and he had told me about it and it was a goal that he had and it was important to him. And because I love him, I wasn't going to let him give up on one of his goals just because he didn't feel like it in the moment. And you need someone there to be your cheerleader and to encourage you to do what you want to do. And you just, we're supposed to do life in community. And I know this is like a huge tangent, but telling other people about the goals that you have or the things you want to accomplish are only going to better your goals. Because on the hard days when you don't want to hear it, they'll tell you, hopefully. And then on the good days, you have someone to cheer along with you. And, oh, the more people you tell, the realer it becomes. Like, I know for me, like, if I wanted to like run for a leadership position or like if I was applying to a certain college, I remember I didn't want to tell people about the like specifics of the colleges I was applying to because just in case I didn't get in, I didn't want anyone to know that I even applied. So, but I ended up not doing that. I ended up telling people because the more I said it out loud and I was like, I'm applying to Northwestern because that is the school I applied to. The more people I told that that was happening, the more people were like, okay, well, Taylor, you need to study for this test. Or, oh, Taylor, is your application done? Taylor, how's your alumni interview? And the more and more people I told yes, it felt more embarrassing when I didn't get in. That is correct. But it was more, I don't know. I just felt so much more motivated to do well in my interviews or to write the best essay because there was so much more writing on it because so many more people knew. It wasn't just this like secret thing that I kept to myself that I'd only be disappointing me. Yeah, I did. I mean, I didn't disappoint myself. Like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to end up. I love Sanford. I would have done awful at Northwestern. However, I'm just using this as an example. It just telling people just makes the situation that much more real. And I know that just lights a little fire under my butt. So Try telling other people about it and then ask them to check in on you and to make sure that you're doing it, you know? Okay, another one, incentivize yourself. I mean, work hard, play hard. Am I right? Come on, everyone knows this, but you can't just be, I don't know, for me, I like see these people who are so motivated, like the 5 a.m.ers, 4 a.m.ers, work out, they do all these things, eat healthy, they never have a cheat meal. Oh my gosh, you guys saw that thing on TikTok where it's like the 75 hard. I remember following this girl. I don't remember her name. Um, she was like the OG girl who did it. Um, and I would just watch her. And yes, it was so motivating watching her. But there were things that she did not show. Like, it was not that easy for her to sit there and eat healthy all day and to work out twice a day and to drink a gallon of water and to read a nonfiction book. Okay, I'm sure there were days where she didn't want to do that. Um, And I just, to me, it's just so unappealing thinking about not incentivizing yourself. So it just all comes with grace and it comes with... um. I don't know, a level of just like not taking yourself that seriously, like reward yourself when you work at your goals. Like I'm not saying tank your goals. Like it'd be a little counterintuitive for me to be like, oh my gosh, I crushed it. I mean, I guess not either. I was going to say like, don't do it about the same thing. I'm going to be like, if your goal is to eat healthy and then you're like, oh my gosh, I ate healthy all week. I'm going to eat a huge ice cream sundae. I mean, more power to you. Like life's all about balance, but it's more so like, what am I thinking? Like, for example, it would be better to, I've worked really hard. I've been really productive with all of my homework. So Saturday night, I'm just not going to even touch it. I'm not going to think about it. And I'm going to go hang out with my friend. You need to have a healthy ratio of what you're doing because you're going to burn out. Like I have burnt out before. <sighs> okay. So in high school, 
I like peaked. I'm pretty sure my sophomore year of high school, I had really good grades. I was really high achieving. Like I said no to nothing. I did everything. I did my best. Like I was like bionic. And by junior year, I just couldn't sustain the level of like I couldn't sustain the grades I was getting with the schedule that I had with the social life. Like I couldn't keep up with all of it. So then eventually everything in my life kind of just (laughs) went downhill simultaneously because I couldn't keep up with any of it. And I would hate for that to happen to any of you where all of a sudden life just kind of feels like it's imploding. And all of a sudden, not only are your grades bad, but then your relationships with your friends sucks. You haven't been kind to your boyfriend. You don't talk to your parents anymore. You're being ugly about this. You're not motivated. You're, I don't know, not taking yourself seriously. It doesn't matter what it looks like, but I know for me, I kind of self-imploded a little bit because I just overwhelmed myself. And I think if I would have had healthier boundaries for myself and I did use this, I incentivized myself for working hard and I did give myself nights off, I, I don't think I would have burnt out because it would have all been about balance. I mean, everyone always talks about moderation and moderation is so important. That's why people always talk about it. So just like you don't need to work out seven days a week. You can work out four. <laughs> it's okay. Like you don't, you just, I don't know, maybe this is horrible advice, but it's also like life is too short. And I've just been reminded of that this week. Like you can't dedicate your life to a goal. You know, your goal is not your life. And I'm honestly really just thinking about this right now. Like we're not promised every day that you think like you are not guaranteed to get to I mean for me my dream is to just grow up and be a grandma like I just cannot wait to be like the fun grandma um who goes to grandparents day with like the latest iphone in like a leopard print dress that was my great grandma um so like that is like my dream you know but I'm not promised that I get to be a grandma and I know that's like weird to say and weird to kind of come to terms with but we're not promised another day on this earth and And it's just such a good reminder that A, like life is precious, B, that our goals should be God honoring and God glorifying and that really our purpose on this earth, it's so easy to get so wrapped up in all these goals and they could be like surface level goals. Like you have some fitness goals or you have professional goals, but like there comes a point where it's like, where's the line and when is it worth it? At, at what point are these goals? Is it not just this never-ending staircase to success? But what is success? I know I struggle with this a lot because I look at success and being motivated and all of these goals as like <laughs> a way to supplement my worth um, going back into Enneagram thing. And I've like worked, you know, through that. Like that's like a, it's most unhealthy part. This is like what an Enneagram 3 feels like. But at what point are your goals like your life? Like you hear about people who are like slaves to like corporate America and they like get these huge corporate jobs and their whole life is just slaving away. Like they're working like 75 hour work weeks, but for what more money, (laughs) a promotion, a better title, better office or people who are slaves that 4.0 GPA for what an extra tassel at graduation, maybe a better chance at a job. At what point do we push ourselves too far? Is it not worth it? And like, what is, <laughs> wow, this got so deep. But like, what is the real purpose of life? Like, is is your purpose in life having a goal? Or is it just living in the moment and loving the people around you and creating a life that you love? 
I think that's what should motivate you over everything is, yes, there's all these different ways that you can set a goal and achieve it, but don't let that goal be your God. Yeah. Because I've done that. I've, I've made goals my God. And <laughs> goals make a really crappy God because they, they don't serve you. They don't care about you. They don't love you. So just in everything that you do, make sure that it's coming from a good place and that, um, I don't know, you've prayed about it, you've really thought about it, that you've gone to the Lord about it, you've you've sought counsel about it, you've told your good friends about it. Um, so they can you can just check in and to just make sure that all of this is coming from a healthy place. Because I know a lot of these motivation things, like it's just like, you got it, like nothing can stop you. There's no reason why you should ever quit. And it's like, well, actually, like your mental health is really important. Like your mental health is more important than a goal. Your heart posture is more important than a goal. Your relationship with your parents is more important than a goal. A lot of things are more important than goals. And trust me, (laughs) this is not an easy lesson for me to hear either. I mean... I love goals and goals are great, but there are, there's a line. So anyway, that is this week's episode. Wow. I didn't think I would talk about that, but I'm glad I did. I hope this was helpful. I know a lot of you wanted tips about getting and staying motivated and I, (laughs) maybe I answered them. Maybe I didn't. I don't know if this is super helpful at all, but it's also just important to talk about a healthy way to live, you know? Well, Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This was so weird recording my first episode by myself. Um, I don't know that I I didn't know if I would be able to talk by myself for 30 minutes, but I just did. So (laughs) that shows that I could, I've always said to my friends that I could literally talk to a brick wall. And it's true. I've literally just been talking to my laptop for 30 minutes. So I guess that's a little like reaffirming. You see, this is funny. You guys are getting some inside scoop. I didn't really like try and record an episode by myself before I decided I was going to do the podcast by myself. I was just like, yeah, I can do it. And I told everybody once again, accountability. And I was like, Oh, I haven't even tried to like record anything by myself. Like it could be awful. Let me know if it was awful. You know, (laughs) I'm kidding. Please don't. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. You know what I'm about to say. I just, I just appreciate it. And as we're transitioning into all these different episodes, I'm just so grateful for y'all. And I'm so grateful that you're sticking it out and you're coming along this journey with me. Um, please go down below, hit that subscribe button. So that way, you know, when our episodes come out every single Wednesday, please go leave a review. The reviews help other people find the show. I'm going to read a review right now. And so if you leave a review, maybe you could be the review that's read next week. Okay. Which one do I want to read? Um, see y'all. <sighs> Oh, this is fun. Um, Missing new episodes. This is from She's Styling. It says, I really do love the show, but they haven't put out a new episode recently. Literally cannot wait. Need more SGP. Well, here it is. This episode is for you, She's Styling. (laughs) But thank you so much for your review. 
guys, you know what to do. Go leave a review. Also, if you want to hang out with us during the week more than just on Wednesdays, I'm so active on the She's Going Places podcast Instagram account. It's literally just at She's Going Places podcast on Instagram, and I am literally posting on there every day. There's so much fun stuff going on. So you're if you're not following the account, what are you doing? So you got to go over there. I ask questions, polls, all the things, and you could also get featured in an episode. So that's that. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye.